Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. It's me, Dr. Yuande, your host. And at the time of this recording, Q4, the fourth quarter of 2022, is in full swing. And if you're like me, you've been doing a lot of reflecting over the past nine months as you start to look towards the next year, 2023. I want to ask you, how are you feeling about your 2022 so far? Maybe you are high-fiving yourself because you set scary goals in January, you pushed through the fear to get them done, and you smashed all of them. If this is you, I'm so happy for you. But maybe you are on the other end of the spectrum where you're feeling disappointment because you are reflecting and looking at the goals that you set at the beginning of the year. And you're like, dang, I'm not even close. If the latter is you, I want to share with you how you can make the most of the next couple of months because truthfully, in just a few weeks, anything can happen. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine. And I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. So I know goals lately have gotten a bit of a bad rap because especially if you are a high-performing, high-achieving woman, we can often feel like we're under a lot of pressure to get things done. We're under a lot of pressure to be productive and to excel in all areas of our lives and to be perfect in all that we do. And so over the past couple of years, there's been more of a movement towards the hustle-free lifestyle and really just living a life of more ease and just, you know, the soft life, which I completely subscribe to. But let's be honest, if you are like me and many of the other women who listen to this podcast, you love to work. You love to be productive. You love to get things done. You love goals. You love setting them. You love accomplishing them. You love all of that stuff. And so to completely abandon working hard and setting goals and smashing goals, I know that doesn't really float your boat, but I also know that life happens. And even though at the beginning of every year, we all do this, right? Where maybe we're not setting resolutions, but we do have a vision for what we want the year to look like. And we are actively working towards them. But the truth is, like I said, life happens. And sometimes being perfectly honest, we overestimate our capacity right? So maybe you are a mom of young children and you're like, this is the year I take on a leadership role. It's the year that I renovate my house. It's the year that I get rid of my back fat. And it's the year that I start my home garden. And, you know, We have this list, this endless list of things that we want to get done in 12 months. And yeah, 12 months sounds like a long time. But in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that long. And when you add in everything else that has to do with real life, right, 12 months 
can often feel like it goes by just like that. Maybe you're feeling down on yourself because you're looking back at your goals and you are realizing that at the beginning of the year, you had all these high hopes and expectations for yourself and you have gotten to this point where pretty much wrapping up the year. We've already had our Thanksgiving here in Canada and you know that once Thanksgiving comes, you might as well call it the new year. And so you are looking back and realizing that you haven't even come close. I do want to say that it is still possible to hit some of your goals. Don't throw out the year yet. In just a few weeks, anything can change and everything can change. And so in this episode, I'm going to be sharing some of the things that I have personally implemented over the past couple of years to make sure that once I get to Q4, I'm not necessarily scrambling to try and hit my goals, but I have a pace that I can consistently keep up with to try and maximize the time that I do have left. So onto the practical part of this episode. The first thing that I want to encourage you to do is, as always, to start with gratitude. And the reason is because right now you might be feeling like 2022 has come, it's gone, and I am exactly where I was nine months ago, 12 months ago. The truth is that you probably aren't exactly where you were. Our brains can so easily forget the good things that have happened, whereas we get so fixated on the things that we don't have yet or the things that we didn't reach, or the things that we didn't accomplish. We forget what we have done, and we hang on to the things that we haven't done, the things that we haven't lacking. So the other day, I was scrolling through my phone. I had made some notes on some thoughts that I had had. And this was probably not even four weeks ago that I had these thoughts, and I had written them down. I'd made notes on my phone. And as I was scrolling through just a couple of days ago, it's so interesting how I had forgotten all the details. I had to keep asking myself, like, did I actually write all these things down? And this is why I encourage you always to write your thoughts down, write your questions down, write your dreams down, write how you're feeling in the moment. Because we forget, we forget the details just like I did with something that I had written down so vividly, I had forgotten the details. And so I encourage you to sit down, take some time out, grab a pen and paper, preferably pen and paper, but your phone if you must, and start to reflect back on the year. And it will surprise you some of the things that you have already forgotten that would count as goals, that will count as accomplishments. One thing that you might want to do is maybe scroll through your pictures, scroll through your photos, and that might jog your memory. Maybe scroll through your WhatsApp or Telegram or your text messages, your emails, however it is that you communicate with the people that you tend to celebrate with, and scroll back through all of that. Because again, that will jog your memory and say, oh yeah, I did do that. Oh yeah, that happened. You know, doing that again will bring back to your consciousness things that you, as someone who likes to go, go, go and get things done, you've already tucked away, you've already, you didn't even pause to process or celebrate, you've already tucked away and forgotten about it. It's going to be important for you to actually go back into the recesses of your mind and dig those things up, celebrate them and be grateful for them. Because when you're trying to 
be productive, you want to start from a place of, oh yeah, I have done things and I am able to do things versus a state of being self-critical. Because when you look back, you'll realize that it's your self-critic that's judging your progress or in quotes, your lack of progress too harshly. And you actually have done things that you can look back on with gratitude. And also, as I always encourage you to do, give yourself a nice big pat on your back as you go through this list. It's not bragging if it is true. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The next thing that I want to encourage you to do is dare to dream. Dare to dream. Yes, even in the middle of October or whenever it is that you are listening to this podcast episode, you don't have to wait for the start of a quote unquote new year to start to dream, right? When I look at my vision board, nowhere on the vision board was a podcast. So I created my vision board in January of this year, 2022, and nowhere on there was a podcast. Yet here we are, 22 episodes deep on Happy Without Medicine. And I say that to say that you need to allow some flexibility with your goals, whether it's what your goals are or when you're setting them, how you are adjusting them to fit your life and to fit the things that are happening in your life. The person that you were in January is not the same person that you were in March, and it's not the same person that you are today. And I realize that not everyone catches an idea and runs with it. Some of you need some time to process and think through steps. You might need to talk things out with a mentor, with a trusted friend. Do you suffer from paralysis by analysis? Then yeah, maybe you need someone who can nudge you a little bit to act and say, hey, that thing that you said you were going to do, how's it going? What's the delay? What's the hang up? What's keeping you from moving? Or maybe you tend to be more impulsive, acting on all your ideas at once. Then maybe you need a technique to park some of those ideas away for now and just remind yourself, okay, this is a great idea, but maybe for six months from now, or maybe for a year from now, or five years from now, and exercise focus, F-O-C-U-S, follow one course until successful. Whatever the case may be, don't be afraid to dream. I've mentioned my vision board a couple of times already. For me, I set my goals on paper, I write them down, and then I find pictures that will help me put the dream, put the vision in front of me, which brings me to point number three, which is to keep your goals front and center. What this means is have your goals in front of you. I have a friend who used to write her goals down every day. I tried doing that, didn't quite work for me, but the point is that I have a vision board that I look at and I revisit my goals three or four times a week at least. So I may not be writing them down every day, but I'm looking at them and I'm creating my daily tasks and my to-do list based on the goals that I'm trying to accomplish. When you have your goals top of mind, when they are front and center in your mind, whenever an opportunity comes up that brings you closer to your goals, you don't have to start doing all the mental gymnastics required to jump on the opportunity, no pun intended. (laughs) Having your goals front and center makes you well positioned mentally 
to explore the opportunity as it comes up doesn't necessarily mean you're going to take it right away, depending again, whether you are someone who has to think through things or process things or someone who jumps on things right away, but at least you are exploring the idea. It doesn't just go in one ear and out the other, it catches your attention. Today, I was actually at a clinic and there were a group of people as I was registering, they were having a conversation in one of the rooms off to the side of the registration desk. And although I didn't hear what they were saying, it was, there was a lot of background noise. I heard the word psychotherapy as clear as day. You know, I didn't catch anything else they were talking about, but I heard the word psychotherapy. Why? Because I'm a therapist and my brain is very interested in that word and will pick it out of the crowd. So for you, say, for example, one of your goals this year is you want to take up a leadership role at work. You are going to start identifying opportunities that point towards that, that you honestly would have probably completely ignored if you didn't have the word leader or leadership role or something of that nature on your vision board or in your list of goals that you review on a regular basis. The next point that I want to bring up that will help you maximize the rest of 2022 when it comes to accomplishing your goals is you need to manage your time. And this goes without saying, if you want to get things done, you need to master time management. What has worked consistently for me and for my clients is number one, using a pen and paper to plan, right? Having a pen and paper planner. I honestly don't know how people can do this digitally. I'm sure some of you out there can, kudos to you, but I will always recommend getting a paper planner and using even just a notebook, dividing your day into a.m., afternoon, evening, and night, and setting aside time to fill in what it is that you want to get done during those blocks of time on a daily basis. So aside from my regular routine, so things like my quiet time in the mornings, getting kids ready for bed at night or ready for school in the mornings, offloading the dishwasher, reloading the dishwasher, those kinds of, let's call them anchor routines or things like my pre-scheduled meetings, etc. I will only add a handful of other things to do per day. So things that were on my to-do list. Sometimes it's one thing. Today, it was two things. Number one, record this podcast. Number two, get to the doctor. Those were the main things that I wanted to get done during the day today. Everything else that I get done really is extra. And I always try to tackle the hardest thing. So the thing that I'm most likely to procrastinate on first. So that way I'm not pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off until it's the end of the day. It's time to close up my computer and what I wanted to do is not done yet. So get a paper planner, block out time slots in your days, and only write down a handful of things that you want to get done each day such that you are not stressing yourself out trying to do a million things in like two hours, okay? You may also have noticed that I have been, if you follow me on social media, whether it's on Instagram, LinkedIn, that I've been very quiet <laughs> on social media the past several months. And this is because 
I actually deleted the apps off of my phone. So LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, they've been deleted off my phone, which means I'm not spending excessive amounts of time scrolling endlessly and mindlessly. So now if I need to check the apps, I either have to come onto my laptop or use the browser on my phone for Instagram, which gets annoying after a while because it then kicks me out and says, if you want to continue, get the app, etc. At that point, I'm like, no, I'm not downloading the app. And so I leave and I don't know my passwords for LinkedIn or Facebook. So I can't also log in onto LinkedIn or Facebook on my phone. So all that to say that I am spending way, way less time on social media. Whatever it might look like for you, time management is a whole thing on its own. But if you are serious about making the most of the rest of this year, then you must learn to master and manage your time. And the fifth thing that I want to share, I actually don't know if I've been counting, but I have five points that I wanted to share with you today. The first one was gratitude. The second was dare to dream. The third was keep your goals front and center. The fourth was manage your time. And the fifth is act as if. Act as if. And this all boils down to the issue of belief, belief in yourself. And even if you don't believe in yourself yet, even if you don't believe that you're the type of person who would actually execute and accomplish these dreams that you have in front of you, these goals that you have in front of you, what you need to do is you need to start doing the things that someone who does what you want to do already, do those things until you eventually believe. (laughs) I know it sounds kind of convoluted, but okay, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. So I guess after this, it's not going to be a secret anymore, but I am working on opening my own private practice. It is exciting and it is scary at the same time. And Last week, I was interviewing an agency that provides assistance for physicians and therapists. And, you know, I am constantly having these thoughts, telling myself stories like, you can't be anyone's boss. This is such a joke. Your staff isn't going to like you. They're not going to like the way you operate. They're not going to like the way you lead. You can't be anyone's boss. You don't have what it takes to lead a team. It all sounds very negative, but it's all very normal. Especially when you're about to do something that you've never done before, expect your brain to go onto defensive mode, just like mine has been doing in this whole process, right? But the key thing is not to allow yourself to talk yourself out of your dreams. Don't allow the fear of these kinds of doubts right? Stop you. There will be fear, self-doubt, and more fear, but don't allow all of that to stop you from pushing through. You need to push through anyways. And one way to do that is to act as if you're already a boss. So in my case, one way to do that is to act as if I'm already a boss or to think of someone who I know who runs things and ask myself, what would so-so-and-so do? Or if you have a mentor who is already a leader in the organization that you are seeking a leadership role in, ask yourself, how would this person show up to a meeting like this? How would so-so-and-so ask for an opportunity like this? And then go ahead and execute, okay? And so I hope you found these tips helpful. Depending on when it is that you are listening to this episode, 
even if we just have a few weeks left of the year, even if we're halfway through the year, depending on when you're listening, if we're at the beginning of the year, all of these tips will be very helpful for you, starting with gratitude, daring to dream, keeping your goals front and center, managing your time, and acting as if. All of these are applicable no matter where you are in your year when it comes to acting on your dreams, when it comes to executing on your dreams, when it comes to going for your goals. Keep these in mind and watch magic. Well, it's not magic, it's work, but watch it all come to life. And so to end this episode with a quote, this is a beautiful quote that says, the path from dreams to success does exist. May you have the vision to find it the courage to get onto it, and the perseverance to follow it. And this quote is by the amazing astronaut Kalpana Chawla, and I hope it encourages you. Until next time, remember that I am fiercely, fiercely advocating for your happiness and your success. Bye! Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yoandi, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.